Welcome back to the Case by Case Basis podcast, where we don't always agree with black people or white people, Democrats, Republicans, conservatives, liberals, gay or straight. We just take the information that we have been given, look at it, evaluate and make a decision on how we feel about it on a case by case basis, because that's what we think everyone should do. I've said this on several episodes where I, I preface the episode by saying, oh, I've been looking over social media and I've been looking at things and I've been watching the news and, and you know, I, I, I just get content from, from different uh, areas and different places and people, you know, of course, send me videos and things like that. But something I've been noticing and, you know, everyone's been noticing it, but I'm just going to comment on it and I have made reference to it in different epi- episodes before. One thing I want both sides of any argument to do if this situation comes up. Stop trying to tell us we didn't see what we just saw. Stop trying to tell us we didn't hear what we just heard. Stop trying to tell us we didn't experience what we just experienced. Now, of course, like, you know, things can be taken different ways. You know, when uh, black people go to white people, let's say they take that for an example. And we tell them, look, this has been going on to me as a black person for years. And white people say, well, you know what? The police are just not like that or, or something like that. It's like, but you haven't experienced what I experienced. Don't tell me I didn't experience what I experienced. But, you know, if you have a white person who lives in their neighborhood, if a black person lives in their neighborhood, of course, they're going to come with a different perspective. But when we see something on video and everybody saw it, don't tell us we didn't see what we just saw. January 6th, for example. Don't tell us we didn't see these people riding throughout the Capitol. We saw it. Now, if you guys want to do investigations, knock yourself out. But one particular video is, is really getting, it's, it's just really gnawing at me. Glenn Kuyper, announcer, sports analyst, or, you know, just broadcaster for the Oakland A's, for, the, for their local network he said the n-word on live tv basically said they had a phenomenal day they went to he, he meant to say the negro league museum but he didn't say negro league museum you guys know what he said and the guy next to him was just nodding his head and they just went on and they went to commercial and it, it just flowed off his tongue so easily that I don't even think he knew he said it. Now, I started watching social media after I, I, I did it. Uh, I did in, in a segment on that. That's going to be coming up. But I see this guy. He comes on his social media page and I see other other conservative people. I guess they are conservative people saying, well, you know, uh, Maybe he said it, but you guys heard it wrong. Like, no, we heard what we heard. If he said it, just acknowledge that he said it and then go on from there. Now, the other explanation, which was really, really lame as well, was, well, maybe he's not used to saying the word. He's not used, you know, he's not allowed to say the word. So he meant to say Negro and he said the other word by accident. Look, I'm pretty sure there's some people out there that's going to believe that, but no. He said the word because that's what he had been calling it. Probably amongst his friends. Probably, you know, as, as a, somebody made the joke 
or something like that. And he repeat, repeated the joke. But no, I don't believe he said it by accident because he wasn't used to saying Negro. Give me a break. We heard what we heard. And should he be fired? I don't know. But it, it, if he is fired, I'm going to get into that in, in, in the next segment that comes up. You guys can hear what I think about that. But my thing is, stop trying to tell us we didn't hear what we just heard. Stop trying to tell us we didn't see what we just saw. I mean, why can't you guys just acknowledge that somebody did what they did? Accident, on purpose. Did they mean did they mean any maliciousness? Okay, roll with that. I can't tell you anyone's intentions, but I can tell you what I heard. So, miss me with all that other garbage stuff. I, I, you know, just, just, yo, don't even come to me with that. Why do we always try to justify somebody else's actions? Look, he said it. Get over it. Move on. I don't know what's going to happen. But don't, don't come to me and tell me that I'm, that, that, that. My ears are not working correctly and yours are. Really? Is this what we're doing? <sighs> anyway, I just had to get that off my chest because I am so sick of people just trying to justify everything that certain people do. And I understand that these people, these content creators, they have an audience that they have to cater to. You know, I have an audience now and it's not as large as theirs right now. It's growing, but I, the name of my podcast is case by case basis. So we're going to take everything on a case by case basis. So we're going to try not to cater to anybody. You come on this podcast is because you want to hear what we really think. And we're not trying to tell you what you want to hear or what we think you want to hear. This is what I really, really think about this situation. People may get upset because I may not give you a straight answer. And say, y'all, I'm saying there's there's nuances to this. You know, there's there's different ways you can look at it. But if I give you a definitive answer on on what I think, better believe it's not going to be because this is what I think you want to hear. This is what I think. You know, you roll with it. This is what you think. That's the way things get done. That's the way... We should be doing things in our legislature right now. But everybody is just saying, you know what? Oh, oh, I think this is what my constituency wants. So I'm going to stay this. It's not even what the constituency wants. This is what my colleagues on my side of the aisle want to hear. So this is what I'm going to say. No. Go back to your constituency. Find out what they want. Come back and tell your colleagues. I know you guys don't want to hear this, but this is what my constituency wants. This is what this is why they elected me. Period. So I'm going to vote the way they want me to vote because a I want to get reelected and b I am here for them. This is why they sent me here. So if you guys don't want to hear this, that's fine. But this is what I have to do. But don't tell me this is what your constituency really meant. 
No, I heard what they I, I heard what they meant. I, I, I went to the town hall meetings. They sent me emails. This is what they're saying. Oh no 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 no! You you you're from a conservative, um, um, uh, it's conservative district. Oh you no no no! You're from a liberal district. This is what they really want. No, I saw what I saw. I read what I read. I experienced what I experienced. This is it. This is what we're gonna do right now. So, I just had to get that off my chest because, you know, the sooner we get to that point. The better the I believe the better off the country will be. Stop trying to uh, tell people what they experienced, what they saw, what they heard. Just roll with what you heard, roll with what you experienced, and then take action based on that. Thank you guys for listening. I'll see you guys next time. Don't forget the podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify. Follow us on Spotify, subscribe on Spotify, as well as giving us five stars on Apple. Talk to you guys next time. Thanks. Welcome to the case-by-case basis podcast where we don't always agree with black people or white people, Democrats, Republicans, conservatives, liberals, gay or straight. We just take the information that we have been given, look at it, evaluate it, make a decision on how we feel about it on a case-by-case basis because that's what we think everyone should do. Glenn Kuyper, an announcer for the Oakland A's, was suspended indefinitely because of a racial slur that he used during the pregame show Uh, for a game between the Oakland A's and the Kansas City Royals. Now, he was in Kansas City with uh, the Oakland A's team, of course, and he went to the Negro League Museum. And then he went to Arthur Bryant's barbecue. Now, at the end end of the segment, it seems as if he just made a Freudian slip. That's what I'm going to call it. And he didn't say Negro League Museum. He said the other League Museum. He said the other word. I know what I'm talking about. So he's been suspended indefinitely. And um, I don't think he's going to get his. I don't think I don't think he's coming back. And what people think should happen and their opinion on the situation is not going to matter. You know, you can't make that kind of mistake. Yeah, was it a mistake? Uh, yeah. You know, people may say, oh, no, no, he meant this. He meant what he said. He meant what he said. No, he did not mean what he He did not mean to say that on air to lose his job. Come on now. No, I 100% believe that it was a slip of the tongue. However, he's going to be punished. He's already been punished. He's been uh, suspended indefinitely. I don't think he's coming back. He may come back. I don't know. But if he doesn't come back, it's not going to be for the reason that I think people are going to say, oh, you know, because the Oakland A's cares so much about black people and the, the, the diversity, equity, equity and inclusion. And, and they, no, and, and they, they may they may well believe in that. But the decision to bring him back is going to be a bottom line decision. If we bring him back, is it going to affect our bottom line? You may have people in the Oakland A's organization right now 
who say the word all the time, and they're not black. We know a lot of black people. I mean, black people say it all the time. They say it in the, we say it in the rap music videos. We say it in the movies. We, I mean, we say it all the time. But white people, I'm pretty sure within the Oakland A's organization, they probably called that museum the exact same thing. And he probably had been saying it throughout the day. The guy who was sitting next to him was just nodding his head, said, yeah, we had a phenomenal day today. And he could have been well nodding his head because, you know, they did have a phenomenal day. But when he made that Freudian slip, nobody he didn't even correct himself. I meant to say this. No, he probably didn't even know he said it. And I'm pretty sure that happens to other people in the Oakland A's organization. Sure it does. I mean, I'm under, I'm, I'm under no delusion that just because the calendar changed, all of a sudden people changed uh, the words that they use. So, oh yeah. I don't know how long the suspension is going to be. I don't know if he's going to come back. I don't think he's going to come back, but I don't think it's going to, if he doesn't come back, it's not going to be because, you know, that people want to embrace the black community. No, they're going to make they're going to make that decision based on look. One, we're in Oakland, even though they are planning to move to Las Vegas, and two, our fan base, even if they are not black, a lot of them are going to uh, either claim to be offended or really are going to be offended, even if they're not black. And you can't be on the air anymore. How how are you going to be on the air every night calling games for the Oakland A's? And expect people not to just tune away from the games, turn away from the games just because you're announcing it. Now, you know, wasn't wasn't an accident? I believe it was. I believe I, I believe totally it was an accident. But that's not going to matter. That's not going to matter. I'm, I'm really interested in seeing where this goes and. If he's going to be able to get his job back. Now, it's a, it's, it's a local station. It's not like he's uh, broadcasting uh, for ESPN or, or one of the uh, national networks. So uh, they could just slip him back in. And this is going to be a decision that has to be made within the Oakland area. Are the people from Oakland going to uh, have an uprising if he's back on the air? And, and it's called Spade to Spade. Baseball isn't as popular as it was at one time. So you may not have as many people watching. I mean, you know, of course, me sitting in Georgia, I would never have heard this had it not been on the ticker on ESPN. And I didn't even see ESPN. Oh, I didn't even see the hit them even talk about it during SportsCenter. You know, I could be wrong. I'm going to watch it again just to be sure. I'm going to watch it again. But, you know, we've had uh, people say things like that. Uh, I know that there was a uh, an incident uh, with a Mets player when an announcer said something about his do-rag. That guy got suspended. I don't even know if he came back. You know, I don't know whether he came back or not because he was a local, he was a local announcer for that team. I'm not paying attention to that. So other people may not pay, pay attention to it as well. And he could well come back. But all I'm saying is this. Look. 
that's something I'm just going to give you my opinion. And I'm pretty sure everyone shares the opinion. That's something that he said in private a lot. And I've said that before, just because you have people that are standing in your face and they like you and they say, oh, you know what? Yeah, I believe in this diversity, equity and inclusion. And I believe we should all be brothers and stuff like stuff like that does not mean that they don't go home and say things, use words about your people. That's derogatory. The change of the calendar does not change minds. It does not change language. That's something that was in his vocabulary. Now, just to play devil's advocate, Negro and the other word sounds, come on, we're just changing, we're going from grow to grr. That's all you did. I mean, you know, it could have been a, a, a slip of the tongue, but I just think that it was a slip of the tongue and it was just something that, that kind of rolled off. And they probably have been saying it that day. We don't know. But that's not going to affect his punishment. He's going to have to go. At least for a certain amount of time. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on this. And uh, I'm going to come back and give a second part to this episode. Just to update to see what happens. Because I'm really interested in seeing what, seeing what happens. Now, will he lose his job? I don't know, but that's why I want to have the second part. (laughs) And, you know, I'm just going to say this and I'll end it here. Chris Rock made that, uh, made his Netflix special, Selective Outrage. I mean, granted, Glenn Kuyper got on the air and he used a racial slur and he meant to use, he meant to say Negro rather than the other word. Okay. That was that, that could have been a slip or whatever. And should he lose his job? Should he not lose his job? Look, you guys argue that out. But we had Dana White on UFC tonight raising the hand of a fighter. And we literally saw him slap his wife on TV. Now, people are saying that they outraged about this. Now, she did hit him first. But people will always say, you're never supposed to hit a woman. And he said the same thing. You're never supposed to hit a woman. And then we saw him slapping his wife. Yet he's raising the hand of a boxer and he's interviewing, I'm sorry, of a UFC fighter. And he's interviewing a UFC fighter. And none of that was done by accident. His wife, uh, you know, slapped him and he, he slapped her up during the Super Bowl party on video. So difference is, I believe Dana White is the head of the organization. He's the one that signed those contracts to ESPN. ESPN probably doesn't want to lose that contract with UFC. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what, what went into that, but he didn't lose his position at all. Glenn Kuyper, he's probably going to lose his. But like I said, we'll update it later. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Uh, don't forget that the podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify. Please follow us on Spotify and give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Thank you guys for listening. See you next time. Stay tuned for the What's On My Mind segment of the show where I will give my take on current events, whether it be politics, sports, 
politics, dealing with sports, current events, or anything that happens to be on my mind at the time. Usually it'll be something that uh, has hit the news and I just wanted to give my take on it. So stay tuned for that section of the show and I thank you for listening. Okay, what's on my mind? Jackson Mahomes, the brother of uh, Kansas City Chiefs star quarterback Patrick Mahomes, uh, he's facing a trio of felony charges. Uh, you know, he was charged with three felony accounts of aggravated sexual battery and a fourth misdemeanor account of battery related to alleged incidents that occurred at a Kansas restaurant in February. Now, he's had several other uh, run-ins with, I don't want to say with the law, but, you know, he's had several other incidents that have happened that where he received backlash. And, you know, apparently he was a star basketball player at one time. You know, he's six foot six. Uh, I saw clips of him on YouTube. He didn't look like anything special, but... You know, he he looked like he he, he he looked like he had some promise, and you know he chose not to uh, take any of his scholarships offers. I believe that that he got, and you know people were, you know he had some interest from some D one schools, but he chose to you know forego all of that and to you know go on TikTok, and now he's a TikTok influencer, and he probably you know used the Mahomes name. You know, his dad was Pat Mahomes. I remember he pitched for the Mets. And his brother is Patrick Mahomes. So Patrick Mahomes is a superstar. Is a superstar of the family. So he, he leveraged that name. And, you know, he gained a huge following on TikTok. Now, he has received backlash from other things that he's done. I saw one thing in particular where the Washington Commanders were uh, giving a tribute to Sean Taylor, and they actually chained off this area of the field, and they painted it in his, his number 21. They put up a memorial to him. You know, it was a great ceremony because Sean Taylor was he was a great player. He looked like he was he was on his way to a Hall of Fame career. And unfortunately, uh he died during a home invasion, you know, protecting his family, and he had got shot in the leg and he bled out. I believe it hit an artery. So, you know, th- this guy is special to the Washington Commander family in the Washington, D.C. community, as well as Miami, Florida. But they they chained off an area of the field for him. And he went over the chain. I saw the chains behind him because they showed the TikTok video. And he's dancing on the number of Sean Taylor. I'm like, what kind of entitlement is this? And he said he didn't know. And if you heard uh, any of my other episodes, I'm not going to say what he knew, but come on, dude, it was chained off. You had to know you were not supposed to be in that area. They chained it off for a reason. So, dude, really? But now he's in legal trouble. And now he has been arrested. And this goes back to the earlier segment. Don't tell me I didn't see what I saw. Now, he was apparently in the back of the restaurant with the restaurant owner. Now, she's a 40-year-old woman. Uh, you know, really good-looking woman from what I saw in the in, in, in the uh, video. 
which there's no excuse for what he did. And he apparently, and he grabs her by the neck. It wasn't a choking motion. And he kissed her. You know, he just kissed her on her or whatever. It looked like, you know, she was pushing him off. And then he doubled, and then he did it again. He grabbed her face again and he kissed her again. Hence, the charges. Three felony counts of aggravated sexual battery. Now, this happened in February. He wasn't arrested until May. Now, his lawyers came out with a statement saying, you know, we can't use basically, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing, we can't use clips of videos and without context. And, you know, some other legal mumble jumble that they were talking about. And I said, well, look, don't tell us we didn't see what we just saw. You know, if you if you can add context to that in the courtroom, hey, do it. Add context. But for for, for right now, nah, dude. He grabbed it and he kissed her. And it did not look like she consented to any of that. She didn't even look like she she knew it was coming. And I don't want to hear what, oh, you don't know what happened before the, uh, before the video started. Dude, he grabbed her. They were just standing there. He grabbed her and he kissed her. Nah, 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 nah. I saw what I saw. And, you know, I know you want to try to use... You know, leverage the Mahomes name. and But, dude, yo, your brother is a star quarterback. All you have to do right now. I mean, have y'all seen the contracts that, that Patrick Mahomes signed? I'm pretty sure he's going to take care of his younger brother. All you have to do in life right now is chill. That's it. You go, you're going to be able to get into the best places. Just act right. You have nothing else to do in life. Just act right. You go to a restaurant, sit down, eat, go home. You're good. You go to nightclubs, you go in, people know you Patrick Mahomes' brother. You're probably going to get in free. And you have your little TikTok following and things like that. Not little. You have your, your, your huge TikTok following. You know, doing dances that I saw some of these TikToks. This dude is not the, the, the most talented dancer in the world. He is getting these followers because his last name is Mahomes. Go look up his TikTok. This is, the, I'm telling you, this is not Alvin Ailey. This is just this dude doing a couple of moves and that's it. Now, you got that going for you? Yo, just do that and chill. You don't have to grab women by the neck and kiss them without their consent. There are lots of women out there that's going to give you consent. They're going to want to sleep with you. But why do you, why do a lot of these people who are the man standing next to the man standing next to the man? Now, he's the man standing next to the man because that's his brother. Why do they continually find themselves in a situation that's going to try, that's going to tarnish the person that's the star? You have one job. Yo, Patrick Mahomes' brother. I, I, I know, I, I don't know how you feel about that. You know, your brother's a superstar and, 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 and you want to make a name for yourself? Then, dude, you, you can even do that. You can just get out of the limelight and say, look, hey, I'm going to go do this over here. 
whatever it is. I never heard of Michael Jordan's brothers until I saw the documentary. Yeah, Michael Jordan's my brother. I'm not going to come out here and say, hey, Michael Jordan's my brother, so you got to let me in this club. Now, they're older now, and, and you know, there was no social media back then. But look, we have lots of examples of people who are superstars. I never heard of Lamar Jackson's sisters. Yo, all you got to do is act right. Now, I don't want to say, well, it's always somebody in the family. No, it's not always somebody in the family. You always have... You always have a situation that you can point to and say, yo, don't do that. That's this situation. If your brother or somebody in your family happens to make it big, they become famous. They become, I mean, extremely wealthy. And your job is just to be their brother or their sister. Just be their brother or their sister. Especially if you know they're going to take care of you. We don't need the foolishness. That's just on my mind. You guys let me know what you think.